It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Are you smiling, Max? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. I'm smiling. We are presented by Progressive hey, Insurance. Hey, Just hey, Jay and hey, me today. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey, Jay, it, hey. was, it was so good. Wait, Max, the theme for today, whatever happens, just blink and smile. Just blink and smile, right? That's all, that's all we got to do today. blink and smile. We, if we just smile. Back up against the wall? Smile. Smile. Everything will be fine. <laughs> Don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> Listen, Jay, I, it was so pleasurable to watch that last night. The fact that this thing got to a Game 7 at Boston. No one's ever done it. They're going to host the game. Here it comes. Spoken they, like a true Yankees dude, and they, Giants they, they and Knicks fan. They cut it to yes. single digits. Here it comes. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. First of all, let, hold on. Let, let's back up. I haven't seen you in like a week. Yeah, uh, some family stuff go on. You know, mm-hmm. with mom, make sure everything was good and, and resting. And then uh, it's all good. And all all is good, man. Good, good, all good, is good. well. And now we're here. Now, now we're we here. here. Now we're here. Yeah, you have a good Memorial Day. I did. Weekend? I did. I, mean, you know, I, I feel like I feel like your skin is my skin's hmm. complexion almost. Really? I mean, because you barely wear short sleeves. Well, so you're, I you're, do. You know why I have short sleeves? You're you know, tan, so you're showing it. That's actually not why. I was getting dressed. I had a long sleeve shirt originally. I looked at the weather. Oh, it's going to be high fifties when I get in, mid sixties when I get out. Of where? And then I thought about the studio. And at some point, you're going to signal to Paulie to make it warmer in here. And I thought, why would I sweat? Let me just put on a, a like a polo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Man. I was with the family. Uh, we kicked it. My my daughter was trying to. My, my wife was trying to race. Um, first off, my wife is riding my daughter's bike, which tells you my wife is not the tallest person in the world. <laughs> um, and she, my daughter was like, all right, here we go. We're g- you're going to race. You're going to race Zane. And she's like, all right, we're like, Millie, give us a countdown. Amelia's my daughter's name. And she's like, 10, 8, 6, 7, yeah. 1, go. And I'm like, <laughs> we have a little problem. <laughs> we, have, we have to yeah. work on the counting backwards. But other than that, it was great. Yeah, that's great. It was cool, man. That's great. And of course, Memorial Day, it's we're thinking about the service men Everybody and women. Everybody out there, yes. Thank you can, for your We service. can enjoy a weekend like that because we are free, and that is partly because we've always had a strong military, and that is very important, and we honor their service, naturally. Yes. But it has evolved into a, oh my God, this is the greatest you know, weekend because it is the start of summer. Were you on right? the grill? I was on the grill. Oh, hot dogs? Yeah, but see, I, okay. I, okay. I had to, by the way, this show has yeah. made me cut hot dogs out of my meal. Why? Because there was footage shown here of what somebody angry did to oh. a hot dog. Yeah, but and you, I can never look at hot dogs ever the same. No, listen, I ever have the same. Now. I have three girls, right, between the ages of fourteen and eight. So fourteen, eleven, and eight. So I'm not getting, like when Key starts talking about what he's doing with the charcoal, and then he, you know, he. <laughs> <laughs> he bastes the thing and he lets it sit for an hour and a half. And this thing's been prepped. He's been prepping for six weeks already and marinate. Come on, man. I'm throwing hot dogs and burgers on the grill. That's it. No it steaks? You won't even have ketchup on the thing. No steaks? 
No, no I, didn't have, I, I didn't do any steaks. Oh, really? Nah, no one's eating the steaks except for me. Yeah. And then when I'm when I'm eating the grilled steak, I'm looking at the bur- grilled vegetables. No. no, no, you don't do the vegetables with the hot dog. I do and the some. Meat? I do sometimes, but not this weekend. Oh, so you're just straight uh, hot dogs or burgers. That's it. That was it. All right. Simple. That was the whole I mean, thing. Say less. Yeah, that's right. Say exactly. less, son. Say, say less is the most useful one. <laughs> How did it take decades to come up with say less from say no more? <laughs> say less should have been obvious decades ago. Just say, now you start saying SL. Who? You, don't, you give it an acronym now. Is that just right? make it even more hit. When did this happen? SL. I don't know. I, just, I give everything acronyms. I give people nicknames. I make hey, it an acronym. Who is SL. like in the history of slang, right? I want to meet the person who came up with say less. That person's Genius. name should be in the slang hall of fame. <laughs> next to the person who came up with like fresh and deaf and you know say less dope word should all all be in the slang hall of fame yeah that's right daf d-a-f dope is you know there you go see acronym so tie it all together (laughs) anyway so so yeah so like yesterday was a great day in the life of a boston hater right which is me 100 percent 100 percent i root against the boston teams as a new yorker uh, can I just tell you, there was a, yeah. a great tweet yesterday. Um, Boston becomes the first city to lose a home game seven to an eight seed in both hockey and basketball. Thank you, Bruins. In the same season. Oh, and both teams are from the Florida area. The Panthers are in right. the cup and now the Miami Heat or an NBA Florida finals. eight seed. Look, look at that. And let's seeds. face it, Miami in particular is basically New York South. That's how I look at it. <laughs> Definitely during a pandemic. <laughs> Pat Riley, sure. the whole thing. <laughs> Listen, the fact that the Heat blew the Celtics out, and Caleb Martin, think he should have been Eastern Conference Finals MVP, or is that taking it too far? Uh, I would have still given it to Jimmy Butler, but he made one hell of a case. And I mean, the story of Caleb Martin, for anybody out there who doesn't know, uh, Karan Butler used to spend time here at ESPN. He is an assistant coach on the staff. It's one of the best stories in basketball, okay? Literally, J. Cole, yes, the rapper, J. Cole, made a call to Karam Butler because he was working out with Caleb Martin and said, you need to give this young man a look. Think about that. One of the famous rappers, the most famous yeah, rappers in the nice world, it, for sure. gave a call to the assistant coach for the Miami Heat and said, this player would fit perfectly in your culture, in your team, and they gave him a look. And now this dude is on a team that made a case for the Eastern Conference MVP. How about this? Game seven on the road against a two seed when you're an eight seed. Caleb Martin. By the way, we've already had the Gabe Vincent story, right? Like we've, that's already happened, right? This, this is another dude that people have it, casuals ha- didn't even know existed, right? Nine of 11 on jump shots per second spectrum tracking. Those nine made jumpers are three more than he had in any other game of his career. He does it in the game seven on the road. 100% effective field goal percentage on jumpers on, a, on top of that. Jimmy Butler on why he was so confident heading into last night. I just know why Coach Pat and Coach Spo wanted me to be here. And that's to compete at a high level and to win championships. Um, I know that the group that they put around me at all times is going to give me an opportunity to do so. So I, I was always very, very confident in that. I work extremely hard with the team, with Brickley. I can score on Remy all day, every day, as I've posted on Instagram. So I'm just confident. I know the work that we all put into it, so I know what we're capable of. 
but nobody's satisfied. We haven't done anything. Um, we don't play just to win the Eastern Conference. We play to win the whole thing. Yo, so shout out to Chris Brickley, Black Ops. Uh, him and Carmelo Anthony have a training facility here in New York. He trains some of the best players in the world. He's the guy that you just heard Jimmy Butler reference, right? And then also, hear me when I say this, because I'm sure that a lot of people may disagree with it, but I don't care. Before it's said and done, when it's all said and done, Max, mm-hmm. the Miami Heat have two of the greatest coaches, two of the top five greatest coaches together coaching this team. Pat Riley. No one was going to argue with Pat Riley. Pat Riley, yep. top five. Before it's all said and done, Eric Spolstra Okay, you're will not be saying yet. Five. You're saying you see the trajectory. I mean, he's pretty much close to being there now. I can't really argue with that. What is hard. he, like five or six? Like, if you just want to – I mean, and, and also what I give him more credit for, Max, is this is one of the greatest coaches to ever coach any sport, right? As Pat an, Riley. Pat Riley. Yeah. As an assistant coach, as a head coach, yeah. as a player – as an executive, he's been to the NBA Finals 19 times. 25% of all finals ever played in the NBA have involved Pat Riley. So this guy is overseeing you. He's at the top of the pyramid. And you still allow another guy who's going to be top five when it's all said and done to grow. And this is what great coaches do. They lure you into your worst tendencies. They say, oh, you're a high-volume three-point shooting team? Oh, you want to take... Um, let's combine 77 three-point shots in the last two games. Sure, I'll play a zone. I'll lure you into taking tough, contested threes. There, and also, when you're shooting threes How in the do first you ma- Okay, wait, back up. That's super uh, interesting. so much to say about super this, Super interesting. Man. You're saying Eric Spolstra, who you believe is on his way to becoming or being recognized as a top-five coach ever, which is interesting because – He's won the finals when you gave him a loaded crew. He Best coach in basketball now. And, and I'm to, saying that with Steve Kerr being in the game. Yeah, right. And then even when he's had a kind of ragtag team, here he is in the finals, deep in the conference championship or in the finals twice in four years. I get it. But you're saying that he lured the Boston Celtics, who are a three-point shooting team. They can live and die by the three. Live or die by it. He lured them into shooting it, into taking it by playing a zone. By playing like a 2-3 amoeba zone. So they extend the zone up like, you know, three-quarters court. So it gives you a different look. The wings are spread out. And Boston does not shoot any mid-range. Derek White was the only one going to the rack last night. Did you notice that? And Jalen Brown, every time he tried to dance with the ball, people kept talking about, oh, he's so loose with the ball. Why? Because you always had people digging in from the weak side. He never just saw one-on-one isolated defenders. He always saw two or three defenders. There are no gaps to drive into there. So you lure the team into playing, okay, shoot contested shots. Shoot a lot of shots in game seven when your legs are heavy. Yeah, let's play that game. And that goes to show you the genius of Eric Spolstra. So, so he's taking his chances because with the three, there's a lot of volatility in the NBA right now, partly because – the three balls falling for a team like the Celtics, if they're just hitting those shots, what can you do? But Spolstra's figuring, game seven, legs tired, we're going to contest those threes, we're not going to give him the mid-range, and he likes his chances. So the last two games, Boston Celtics, 16 of 77 from the three-point line, 21%. 16 of 77, Max. He ran zone for 99 possessions in the series. That's the third most by any team in a series over the past 10 postseasons. 
And the Celtics shot eight of forty-six on threes versus zone in this series. Eight of forty-six. That's a series. What? That's a series. That's a series. That's a series. That's the coaching mismatch that we've how been talking he, about the whole time. How does he make it hard for them to hit those threes? Like, what is he doing to tilt it so that those threes are not being hit? Though you ask that question, I'm going to ask another question going into the next segment because if you see a team start off the game over twelve, coaching wise from the three-point line. How are you not changing the scheme offensively? Oh, 888-SAY-ESPN. Great day in sports yesterday, last night. Great day in sports. Celtics get blown out on their own floor after battling back to, to game seven. <laughs> What's next for the Celtics? KJM. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Just Jay and me today. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hear us on Sirius XM Channel 80. So, Jay, you asked the question... You answered a question with a question. Yes. I've learned from you doing this yes. show. Yes. And <laughs> right you, before you go to break. That's that's your way of getting out of answering it. And what? And your I don't even know. Maybe. That could sounds Wait, like something what? I would do. I don't know that I do. Genius. It sounds like something I would do. Um you have a problem with the motivational uh, just, approach of Joe Missoula? I mean, so there's a video trending out there of Joe Missoula and his pregame speech and I literally had to ask the crew, and I was asking my boys yesterday, I'm like, is, is that one of the worst pregame speeches? And I'm not, look, like Chuck and these guys talked about it last night. They said, you know, the, the greatest line with coaches is coaches can never give you confidence, but they can take it away. 
right? So it gets to a certain point with coaching where pregame speech is fine. Like, it was, that was one of the worst pregame speeches I've heard. It's, <laughs> it's fine. Like, you need your star players to be ready for the biggest moments, and there's a lot of accountability with the star players. But where coaching really does come into factor is strategy, game plan, and also coaching up the role players, Max. What do we always say role players do better at home, at home. than they do on the road? At right? home. At home is where they shine. Yep. So certain guys, when Jason Tatum gets hurt, you need Jalen Brown to be a star. And that's the thing. Jason Tatum twists, he rolls his ankle First like possession the third of the game. play of the game. First or play of the game. Yeah, right, yeah. No, uh... Yeah, well, their first, first their, their first, first their first attempt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like so, but it's still we <laughs> we started going back and seeing other pregame speeches. We just so <laughs> Pat Casello, our producer, just showed me one from Andy Dalton, which is it's not good. It's not good. And uh, this one might rank up there with some of the worst, Max. So, Jalen Brown had feelings about it. Jay, listen, there's a South Park episode where Scott Tennerman keeps uh, bullying and, and besting Eric Cartman. And Cartman eventually uh, tricks Scott Tenerman's, Tenerman into uh, eating his own parents in a chili. Oh, geez. I can't, yeah, I can't explain uh, is, how it all happened. That is aggressive? Yes. And then when Scott Tenerman finds out and he, and he starts to cry, Eric Cartman licks the tears off his face. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I feel like Eric Cartman. <laughs> I want to lick the tears <laughs> off the faces of all. I hope there's, I hope there's uh, small children in Boston wait, they, who they, are feeling this so deeply. They're weeping, and I just want to, I want to collect all their tears and <laughs> drink them. He's my boy. I mean, they panned to Bill Simmons last night. Oh, boy, he looked tight. Here is just, just so let's just <laughs> savor so this tight. rest of the free world. Let's just <laughs> savor the, the pain in Boston. Here is Jalen Brown on how he felt after the game. We fell. I felt, oh, man, we let the we let the whole city down. Oh, that's a shame. Um, I mean, yeah, you look, sure did. But Jay- you, you let the city down, but you boosted the rest of the world, Jalen Brown, and you should feel good about that. So uh, last night he was obviously trending, right? I mean, didn't have his best performance. Um, turned the ball over a ton. A lot of people were asking questions online about uh, – what have you done this offseason? Are you not working on your handles? And I will combat those thoughts with saying, where was he supposed to go? Like, if you're, if you're watching, I mean, he obviously missing open shots, that's tough, right? But when he starts putting the ball down the ground, when there's a lack of continuity or movement, and the defense is an amoeba-like defense, and you see two or three guys literally sagging in to help you, that's also a part of Boston's problem. There's nobody on this team that makes the game easy for other players. They're all gifted scores or they're tough shot makers. I could even make the case that there are no real dead eye shooters on this team. You know, Max, there's a difference between having a score and a shooter. Yeah. Right? Like Gabe Benson or Max Struess, they are shooters. Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. All these guys, they're shot makers. They're scores. If Marcus Smart had a pure shot, right, that would be the guy you're talking about. But nobody has a pure shot on their team. They're right. all scores. They're the most talented team, but they're just not the better team. Jalen Brown on um, what he thinks about this summer. He's uh, got a contract looming, and he's eligible for $295 million <laughs> for the Celtics. 
I expected to win today um, and move on. And that's what my focus was on. That's what my focus has been on. Uh, we failed. I failed. And it's hard to think about anything else right now, to be honest. Um, uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Don't you love that answer, though? I mean, isn't that yeah, what you want to right, hear yes. from your star players? Yes, that's the right thing to say. He said the right things. I mean, so none I, of that will soothe the pain felt in Boston tonight, the deep anguish. Fortunately, fortunately, I mean, it won't soothe them. But realistically, though, Max, I mean, what people want to get rid of Jalen Brown? That's what Boston fans want to do. It's funny. The top 15 player in the league. It's funny that. What you, are we? What are you doing? You Wait. think about Tatum and Brown. You think of how impatient we are. Just sports culture nowadays. Tatum is 25. Tatum is 25. And Brown, Jalen is, 26. Brown is 26. Let's say for the next three years, they continue to make these deep playoff runs, but they fail. They make another finals. They get to another conference finals, and they win another. Like one year, they win a playoff series, losing the second round. The next year, they get to the finals, they lose. And the following season, they make the conference finals and lose. Like good deep playoff runs next three years. Well, they just can't get over the top. Or maybe at that point, your best player is 28, your second best player is 29, and they have another four years of their prime, five years of their prime ahead of them still, and they win two or three championships Thank in you. that time. Thank you. You could surround them with other pieces. I'm not sure Marcus Smart is one of those pieces, right? Like somebody who can actually help you in the half court yeah. from a play design perspective. Maybe Malcolm Brogdon can do that if he were healthy. But at the same, it's almost like, have you ever had a bottle of wine that is older, that just hasn't been decanted, mm-hmm. right? It's like having a decanter. Yeah. You pour that bottle of wine and that decanter, you let it sit for like 35, 40 Open minutes. Up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is Jimmy Butler. Right. He's the wine that's been sitting in the decanter. And how, Butler's 33. He's 33. So, so, right. so by the time these guys are Jimmy Butler's age, just to give you an idea, if Butler is, Butler is now in his prime, agreed? Yes. The wisdom, he's still physically what he was, but the wisdom is there in a different way now. The whole thing, experience, the whole thing, he's fully decanted. Right at age 33. Tatum is 25. That gives the Celtics eight years before Tatum's even on that experience level. You can fail for five straight years to win a title and still wind up with a three-peat if you play your cards right. Like, people are just impatient. So that's what I'm trying to tell every fan out there. All this stuff about blow it up, get him out of here, stop. You're not going to do that. You re-sign him for the deal. You have two superstar wings in their prime, about to enter the next level of their prime, actually. The more matured level of their prime. Their prime. Who yeah, have, their yeah, actual their, prime. Their yeah. actual prime, yeah. right? But we put the prime before the, like, the, yeah. the court before the horse, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we're doing. All right. So you're going to hear from Tatum on the Celtics getting an extension done with Jalen Brown. And... Uh, the question is, did Joe Missoula do enough? Yes, Tatum and Brown. To keep Jay his job? Wants to keep, but Joe Missoula, did he do enough by the lights of Jay Will to keep him around? 888-SAY-ESPN. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. 
With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. This is how this weekend oh, made me Raps feel, MVP. man. It was Going such dope nowhere. weather the whole weekend. The- I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, every yeah. day it was like 80, 75, 70 at night. I'm like, okay, this is my pace right here in life. Oh, It's my pace. So please. good. So such good. a great weather weekend in the Northeast. Say that fast. Weather, weather weekend. weekend in the Northeast. So what do the Celtics need to get over the top? Is it just as, as Jay Will says, seasoning? Is it decanting? Is it letting... The talent, the, the two wings fully develop. I think that's probably right, Jay. I'll bet you if you're patient with these two over time, and it might take three or four or five years, but guess what? In, four, in five years, Tatum will be 29 and Jalen Brown will be 30, and they'll still be three years younger than Jimmy Butler is right now. Agreed, and I'm not firing Joe Missoula. Like, I'm keeping him. Like, there, there is a learning curve that coaches need to have, and he is inexperienced. This is his first year being a full-time head coach of an NBA franchise whose expectations were to win an NBA championship. Mm -hmm. Has he fallen short of the mark multiple times? Sure he has. Also, this team has. It doesn't mean that he's not the coach of the future moving forward, though. So here's another question, though, Jay. You've gone that far. Are you you willing to say that given the fact that they got to a Game 7 at home, they battled all the way back from down 0-3, first year as coach, are you willing to say that you owe Joe Missoula an apology? For what? What am, I, what am I apologizing for? For being extremely critical of his head coaching uh, acumen. We're, we're critical on every coach. If you want me to apologize for saying there were moments throughout the course I don't of the want season you to, but our producers might. where Joe Missoula lost the locker room, that is accurate. Did he get it back? It's, you can get it back and lose it again. It's fine. Like, the level of inexperience, people take everything you say in absolutes. It doesn't work that way. In other words, if you lost the locker room, it's permanent. You yeah, can't ever get it back. You can never get it back, right? And it, when players kick it into different gears, you see different sides of people. And by the way, it's his job to get them to kick it into a different gear. You're telling me as a Boston Celtic fan that you're not disappointed with the effort you saw last night? And if that's 
a real thing? Is that a reflection on the coach to get them ready for those moments as well? There's accountability all along. By the way, Caleb Martin, there were multiple times where he just wasn't guarded. Yeah. On transition threes, he's wide open. Yeah, how, many, how many shots like there, do you have there, to hit before you guard things him? Like, and that's the thing you worry about with Boston. It's like, how are you not prepared psychologically to give it your all? And the game seven, at home, at home, it's a blowout. So I'm not saying Joe Mazzullo should be fired, but that's alarming, isn't it? But I like what you said before about you can lose it and get it back. I think there's a tendency to think. It's like it's really an issue of patience. And my lifetime, not playing at a high level or anything like that, Jay, simply watching sports. I'll be 50 in August. Just watching sports basically my whole life for half a century. Patience, 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 patience. And just when you run out of patience, more patience. That's the lesson. If I, if I could tell you one lesson from watching sports, and you're, what you're talking about is interesting to me because you're saying not only is that applies to the players like Tatum and, and Jalen Brown, but... Even the coach, you can lose the locker room. And I think there's a tendency nowadays to write it off. Okay, he's lost the locker room. Time to move it's on. It's done. You can get the locker room back. It's a dynamic human relationship. I mean, think, think about it. So it's like my daughter. I tell her certain things daily. I'm like, okay, if you keep running in your room, the doorknob, you're going to crack yourself one time because yeah. she's taller now. And I tell her every day, hey, don't run. Don't run. Then one day, boom, she hits the doorknob. She comes to me. I'm like, I've been telling you not to run. I mean, obviously, I feel like I lose a little bit of my daughter, but then I get her back when a moment happens and it registers. She's like, oh, don't run. Okay, cool. So it, but then, by the way, two weeks later, she starts running again, right? So I'm like, okay, do I keep telling her that or do I find a different way to try to convey that tune, message? You can tune out a mentor, an authority figure, a coach, a parent, a teacher, whatever it is. You can tune them out. And then their job is to figure out a way to get through to you again. And, Agreed. And, and there are ways. It doesn't mean that, they're, that you're permanently out on that person. Here's Joe Missoula on the difference between this game and the last three games. They were able to force a game seven. Sure, what was the difference between tonight and the last three games where you seem to be playing with confidence, the defense was good, there was energy there tonight. It just seemed like after the first six minutes, something changed. Um, we shot 21% from three. Defense was still there. Yo, kid, all right, this is just me being a fan of the game. And I just made the statement that I think Joe Mazzula should be back next year. I think he has a chance to be one hell of a coach. But I don't know what his problem is with the media. It, it, it rubs me the wrong way. I feel like I'm listening to Bill Belichick. Minus any of the championships. I, I feel like I'm like, is that Greg Popovich? Minus the five championships? There, there's a level of humility that I want Joe to start bringing to this new relationship. Now, I'm not saying that he needs to bend over backwards for the media or acquiesce. But that's not Joe Mazzula to me. Right? And, and it, it just, and the more you hear him talk, and he doesn't really give you an explanation, Max, or reasoning behind, hey, well, this is what we came into the game. And, and I'm not saying every, every relationship with the media has to be, let me explain everything to you. But there's a sense of ease, right? You hear Eric Spostra. You hear some other great coaches in the league and how they communicate their messages. And, and this just is an ongoing theme. It just it, it rubs me the wrong way. It's like you, you have not won any championships. Your resume does not look like Greg Popovich or Bill Belichick. And, by the way, yes, 
you have gone through a learning curve in your first year as a head coach. To be fair, neither Joe Mazzulla nor Bill Belichick can win championships without Tom Brady. That much is true. At least Joe Mazzulla can win playoff games without Tom Brady. Hey, how has the game plan changed with Tatum's injury? You're going to hear the question. You're going to hear Joe Mazzulla, Celtics head coach, after the Game 7 loss at the post-game presser yesterday. Listen. Joe, how did the game plan have to adjust to navigate perhaps any limitations Jason had? Uh, nothing. I mean, I thought we just, he just tried to play through it as best as he could. All right. You see, well, hold on, Max. That, that's, that's, that's wrong. That's wrong. Like, and I, I get where he was going, play through it, because all great players are players in general. Need to game play seven, you got to play. An injury, yeah. right? But when you see a zone, how is Jason Tatum, if he's lacking lateral movement, mm-hmm. how is he not positioned to be the guy catching the ball in the middle of the zone? Ooh. You have Ooh. Al Horford be that player, but I don't trust ultimately the decision-making Al Horford. So if you're running a zone, you put Jason Tatum, you find ways to catch, have him catch the ball in the middle of the zone, turn, face, shoot, get the mid-range going, get to the free-throw line. Right? Play like, make one way or another. Yes. Yeah. Like, Where he doesn't have to be running around. And, yeah. and, and I hear what people say about the Amoeba Zone and how it's extended and it gives you different looks, but it's, it's still it's like when you have athletic wings who are good at turn, face, catch, observe, right? Like, think about it. That's what Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown do on the perimeter. Like reverse pivot, swing pivot, turn face. You see the defense. Oh, okay, that second, that second perimeter defender is shading from the right. Great. I'm going to give you one dribble right. I'm going to go back. I'm going to counter left. They're used to making reads. How do those two not catch the ball in the middle of the zone? Same scenario. Turn face, make a read. You're making it more re-react than let me keep you on the perimeter and dance with the ball and dribble. Those are the kind of slight adjustments that next-level coaches make when they don't feel pressured. Rodney in Massachusetts wants to defend Joe Missoula, Jay. Okay. Go ahead, Rodney. All right, Rodney. Holy moly, I've been waiting. I didn't think I was going to get it. First First and foremost, God bless the dead, J-Man. Uh, I hope everything's well with you and yours, bro. Thank it's you, tough. Brother. I can't even fact. Secondly, Max, you my man, bro. You hilarious. Thirdly, I'm back on that behind, Jay. I don't know what it is with you, man. I love you, then I hate you, then I love you, then I hate you again, bro. Which one is it? Stay on this. Stay on one side. On one side, you say, you say all these negative things about Missoula. On the second, on the second hand, you say. Well, he's young, he's learning, this and this and this and that. And on the third hand, again, you come back and you violate him, bro. Listen, I agree with you. He doesn't need to get fired. The, the, man, the man's a rookie coach, made it to the finals, came back from 0-3. He's not perfect. You speaking on him like he's supposed to be perfect. Well, I don't like the way he speaks to the media. Listen, man, it's the human element. I'm pretty sure this dude, the dude hears people like you and others talk down on him and sometimes he just wants to be short with them he just doesn't want to hear it it's the human element where he's like man i don't even want to entertain i don't want to answer the questions but i have to and you you mentioned an adjustment about putting jason tatum in the middle of the zone i seen him do that yesterday and uh, last night and i also seen him smoke it and he went away from it like he's learning he's not eric sposher oh he needs to be as stoic as eric sposher while he speaks to the media no he doesn't man he's a rookie head coach 34 years old thrown into the fire, thrown into the fire. He's making adjustments on the fly. Coming back from 03, you lose that home, it wasn't perfect. And I'm a, I'm a Boston Celtics hater. I'm a Boston hater. I'm a Giants fan, Yankees, Rangers. Yeah, I hate man. to be defending them, but yo, but yo, Jay, man, like you, you're making me defend the Celtics, bro. Like, 
Come on. Which wait, one is all right, wait, Jay, Jay, oh, Jay, oh, Jay, Rodney, you, Rodney, you stay on this line. All right, you Rodney, stay on you stay line. right there. We're talking this out. Rodney brings up a lot of good points, Jay. Once you say something negative, you need to stay negative on the person. You may not get on the other side. There's only one side. You're on the negative side. You chose. All right, more of your calls. And Rodney's going to stay right there because Jay's got to respond. KJM. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Rodney from Massachusetts made it very plain, Jay. You said something negative about Joe Missoula. Then you said something positive and then negative. Once you say something negative, you are now enemies with Joe Missoula and you cannot say anything positive. I mean, yo, Rodney, it sounds like you're on a roller coaster of emotion. Am I taking you on this ride? Because frankly, we're allowed to critique. This is the NBA Finals. And by the way, the first thing I said before this series even started, Rod, was that, look, the biggest advantage that the Miami Heat have in this series is coaching. It's the experience of Eric Spostra. And so going into it, of course, we're going to break down and criticize if a team goes 0 of 12 in the first quarter, why aren't you doing more high-low action? Why aren't you doing more and, and keep running different strategies at it? There's, there are multiple ways to beat a zone. It's not just, well, I try it one way and it doesn't work. You can screen the zone. You can flash from the weak side, skit. You can do a lot of th- – you can, you can play a two-man game at the top of the zone. You can do things on the side, pick and roll. You can do so many different ways to beat a, screen, to beat a zone. So we're going to be critical of Joe Mazzula while also at the same time recognizing, yeah, it is his first year. His first year coaching in the NBA – but this is one hell of a stage to be Joe, on. Oh, how do you respond to Jay's defense? He's giving him fair criticism, but he is also pointing out the truth that he's a rookie head coach. Go ahead. And also, how Rod, do you wait, it's to that, Boston, Rodney. Rodney. It's Boston. You know how hard Boston is on their coaches? Agree. I have a whole bunch of Boston Celtics fans that I find myself defending Joe against. Max, I like how you do that, man. I like how you're doing that, how you shaping this conversation. Listen, yeah. you can be critical. And you can also be positive. I just feel like Jay is doing too much flippy floppy. Me personally, flippy, he sniffed something out. Jay, Jay, he's sniffing something out. What is that? You're trying to have it both ways. It is both ways, Rodney. It's both ways. What is flippy floppy? I never heard that word before. What's that? Floppy disk. (laughs) Rookie coaches to me get a pass. That's how I'm saying that. I guess this is my line of thinking. Rookie coaches get a pass. Especially when they do when they're as successful as Joe has been, I would I would much rather be critical of veteran coaches. Like I didn't hear all this energy for Tibbs, and I'm a Knicks fan. When Tibbs did the same thing um, Joe did, could not figure out how to beat that zone. You came on and you went at Julius Randle, rightfully so, but you said nothing about Tibbs. But you go on hard 
on a rookie coach. So I guess I'm feeling bad for the young boy. Because Rod, 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 like, yo. so, so Rod, hold on, hold on, wait a second. I feel bad for homie too. I've known Joe Missoula for a, for a long time. Like, and by the way, I'm not saying anything that other GMs or other coaches or other scouts aren't saying as well. Like, this is confirmed, okay? Like, and by the way, sure. but this team is way more talented than your squad, the Knicks. Like, when, Absolutely. Like, so it's when you – if you're Brad Stevens, and this goes back to a really big decision, when Emi Yodoka, that situation happens, which is a whole other story, mm-hmm. by the way. That happens. And you say, okay, out of all the coaches, Joe Mazzulla's our guy. You know going into the year after you just got to the NBA Finals. where uh, By the way, the mantra of this year's team was unfinished business. Like, they yep. built their whole yep. campaign around it. Mm-hmm. So you're asking a rookie head coach to step into one of the most challenge. It, it's probably one of the most difficult scenarios to step into of any other coach, maybe in sports, this year. Never mind that. When uh, <laughs> Rodney watches the weather... <laughs> And then it was cold in the morning, and then it warmed up, and then it got cold again. And Rodney's sitting there going, this weatherman's the worst. Make up your mind. Yo, Max, Is it going to be cold or warm? Come on, man. Come on, Max. Bro, like, sometimes doing, it's cold. Bro? Sometimes it's warm, Rodney. The weatherman's just telling you what it was. Yo, and Rod, one last thing I'm going to say to you, Rodney, okay? I got, I got, I got four yep. things to say to you. An yep. eighth seed, seven undrafted players. An underdog oh in every – wait, wait, let me – Rodney, let me finish. An underdog okay. in every city, in every in every series. And by the way, mm-hmm. people last night were talking about Jason Tatum being hurt. I'm like, well, hold on a second. Tyler Hero's mm-hmm. a 20-point scorer. He's been out. Yep, he sure. hasn't even played. And Victor Oladipo is another body who's making $8 million a year whose game was somewhat coming around. He's not playing. So, mm-hmm. Rodney, all that – adds to the fact about Joe Mazzulla being inexperienced. Rodney, not- Rodney, I like you. You said a nice thing about me, so I, I let you on the line for about 25 minutes now. But if, now it's time to move on. <laughs> All Rodney, right, Rod, ladies up, and gentlemen, man. from uh, Massachusetts. All right, fellas, yo, stay up, yo. Stay All up, right, baby. There's Rodney from Massachusetts. So I'm just don't, saying. don't let two things be true at the same time. God forbid that. I threw the ball up, and then it came down again. Make up your mind. <laughs> Joe in New Jersey, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, Jay, Will, and Matt? What's going on? Good morning, y'all. What's good? Hey, everything good, everything good. I just wanted to um, talk about what Jay Will was bringing up about keeping Jalen Brown and giving him this deal, man. I don't know if you want to give him 300 mils after what I saw, you know what I'm saying? Um, I kind of get a a Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, type vibe, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I give him two years, three years tops. And, and 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 if nothing happens and you get rid of the, you get rid of one of them. You oh know, my, um it's oh that my, yeah. oh what what is what what are, are people smoking good stuff this morning? Mm. I wanna be on that. Mm-hmm. What is that? Is that uh are they are they mixing stuff up? They giving a the little splash or something else in there? Hybrid like, uh, uh, the hybrid joint? No Hybrid with something else, Yates, because I, We're I, building. I don't understand how people all of a sudden say, yeah, break it up, because last night it didn't look right. Do you know what Jalen Brown was doing for most of the season? Yeah. Through the second All-NBA. So did the moment become a little bit too big for him? Sure, I get it. Once again, though, Max, the dude is 26 years old. Come on, man, and Tatum 26 is 25. Years old. But Jimmy Butler just had his best, when you count the postseason so far, this has been his best year, Okay. 
He's been an all-star for years and years and years. It's been his best year when you count the playoffs. And Jimmy Butler is 33. So that's always been the case in the NBA. It's not baseball where a lot of times guys peak when they're 24, 25, and people don't really realize it. The history of the NBA has been these dudes really, it's like decanting a wine, as Jay said. They really get, they're in full bloom. They're in their late 20s, early 30s. They have the physicality. They still are athletic, plus they have enough experience and wisdom. LeBron in Miami, right? Like that. Jimmy Butler's 33 years old. That gives Tatum eight years before he's that age. That gives Jalen Brown seven. They can fail to win a championship for five more seasons together and then go back to back. And, and look, you miss it if you don't keep them together. And look at their roster construction. Caleb Martin, $6 million. Max Struess, $1.8. Gabe Vincent, $1.8 million. Tyler Hero, $5 million. Victor Oladipo, $8 million. Kevin Love, $3 million. I mean, that's – and you have your star player in Jimmy Butler. Look at the way they've done it. That's why I said Pat Rowley – one of the best executives, coaches to ever do it, alongside a top five coach in the league in Eric Spolstra in NBA history. The Heat did avoid history in a, in a good way, right? They would have been a bad history to make, let a team come back down 0-3 on you, right? Thanks to Jimmy Butler, of course, got Eastern Conference Finals MVP, and Caleb Martin, and we are going to get into the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, and Eric Spolstra coming up here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.